Wait a minute. <laughs> Y'all crazy bitch Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Thank God Cancer Saved Our Divorce. My name is Denny Berlins. I will be your host for this evening's festivities. We are nipping at the heels of Easter. By the time you hear this, it will have been Easter. And hopefully we'll have survived it. It's almost like we can see into the future. It's not Easter yet, but when you hear this, it'll be Easter. That's messed up. How is that messed up? Hippity hoppity, Easter's on its way. Please shut up. To my left, it's my extremely bitchy ex-wife, Jamie. You ruined everything, you stupid bitch. You ruined everything, you stupid, stupid bitch. bitch. You're just a lying little bitch, bitch. who ruins things. You're a stupid bitch. Oh, yeah. Lose some weight. Say hello, Jamie. Hello. Last week, you were down 11 pounds after 17 Heath bars tonight. Where are we? Oh, back up. I didn't eat 17. 11. Uh, 10. No, 8. I don't know. There's a jar full of wrappers in front of you. No, that's all different wrappers. When doesn't she have something in her mouth? (laughs) Uh-huh. But they're like miniature, like tiny, tiny. So how many does 17 actually equal? Like one and a half. One and a half full like, candy bar? Mm-hmm. So it's like she had a king size? You probably shouldn't read that. Size. That won't make you feel Yeah, don't better. do that. <laughs> In between stepmom number two and stepmom number three, it's Brayden. I'm getting divorced in the evening. Say hello, Brayden. Hello, hello. This week's podcast might have a little bit to do with you. A lot of bit to do with me. A lot of bit. A lot of bit. Is that a word? Is that something we're going to start doing? A lot of bit. A lot of bit. A lot of bit. Wow. A little bit. Ooh. That was a dog's name one time. A little bit. When I was a kid, we had a dog named a little bit. How many of them did you have? One. You know that you um, used to love looking at little bit? Oh, I love little bit. Mm-hmm. I loved me some little bit. What are you talking about? I hope she's listening. I'll show you later. This oh, I've told you about her. Like yeah, she I sent is you this, a pic. Oh, you can't say that. Runs around and <laughs> well, she, maybe what? I'll edit that part out. <laughs> let just me fix that. What? In case she does happen to listen, let me go ahead and fix that. Is she known by that? Like oh, she yeah. knows yeah, she's she known is. by that. Yeah. So she does these pictures, like in bikinis. These risque pictures <laughs> next to like classic cars. Are they online. And, uh, yes, they are. They're if, is this like on They're Facebook. Not... Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm like friends with her on Facebook. So wait, wait, I went. Oh shit. <laughs> no, I mean, they're not like. Now doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what they're not like. I will catch all of you off air 
And we'll talk more about this, actually. Yes, yes. sir. Yes, sir. Because yeah, because I have never heard of this. Oh, oh no, you have. Gam Gam's That yes. is my wife. No, yeah, I've sent, I've sent a picture. Yeah, I didn't know that. That I had no idea what it was. Look at that face. That's a mad face, and you've done this. No, it... it Go ahead. Get me out of this. Denny likes this person. Okay, will you bit. edit it out? No, no, no. It, it stays in the show. What's your first name for real? No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no. We, I just want to know. Well, on I know. Well, someone text it to him. First and last. Me too. While you're at it. You might actually know. It is. You know what? Let's do this. Across from me, it's my extremely beautiful and understanding wife, Amanda. Amanda, hi. Are you waiting? Are you waiting for this to come? Yeah. All right. Now, last week we learned that you were called Mandy. Yes. And we also learned that there was like maybe, like that, like maybe Deborah Hanlon was looking back at your past, or something led her to call you Mandy and not Amanda. So. What it was is my grandpa is who, when she did our reading before, don't tell me what to do. You were too far from the mic. When she did our reading before, she was talking about my grandpa, and so I thought maybe that's where, like, she subconsciously pulled my name from him, because that's what he would have always called me. So you think she remembered from the last podcast, if everybody could stop worrying about who Little Bit might be for just 10 <laughs> seconds, so give it to a we might be able to public. finish this podcast. I've pa- I've paid attention to everything. For the love of God, never seen her before. Nobody's even got to I'm me. I'm about yet. to. I'm about to know her though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh shit! I don't even. How did you do that? You I know just, what? I don't know what that means. Coming That's- to you from the dungeon and across town. It's Brandon Clark. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. Say hello, Brandon Clark. Hello, Dennis. Hello, everyone. It's good to be back. It's a lovely weekend. It's an Easter weekend. Things are in bloom. Spring has sprung. He is risen. Someone help me with why it's he is risen and not he has risen. Because he's still risen. He still arose. (laughs) So they should, should maybe they change it to... He has arose, still he, arose. He has erected. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> erected. That's the word you wanted. Texts. Oh boy. We interrupt this podcast for breaking news now. Go to the Every Joke Has a Truth News Desk. Benny Brown for more on that. Then hey. Thank you, Brandon. Sorry, I went really hot because. Lately, I can't even hear myself on those. That's okay. Turns out, Braden's going to hell. 
That was decided. No, he, years you're the ago. one talking about it. That was decided. No, I years asked a simple ago. question. Braden wanted to take it to use the word erect. No, that's not to, what I used. No, I used let's erected. Cut that whole thing out. Cut Is that, that somehow different than erect? Well, let's take a vote on if Braden was trying to make it dirty. Jamie, go. Oh, I don't think he was you, trying to. I think this that's is the a best podcast. Part. You have to. <laughs> you have to speak. Oh. You can't just raise your hand. God, you're a jackass. <laughs> no, I just thought we were all going like okay. I kind of like. So it would so just be silent. Us no, all holding I, our I hands don't up. Think or he not? was. I think he was trying to think of another word for up. Erected. Thank you for that. Gam gam. So what listen, is your vote? if you're going to go to heaven, do you get erected to heaven? You could. <laughs> I have. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, I'm listen. I'm wanna... just asking these questions. You are the one that said it, not me. I didn't. Brandon, how uh, how is your your holiday weekend shaping up? You know what? It's been really nice. Um, so at home, I've had a four day weekend. I'm on day two, going into day three, and just kind of nice to be back home and not have to worry about uh, being at work how are you so. doing serious question how are you doing with the commute to and from work staying away from home a little bit if you are how are you yeah. doing with that right now kind of taking it as it comes um, we take each week kind of as it goes and things have evolved over time you know back when we started this we kind of thought I'd be up there most of the week, Monday through Friday, maybe home one night. As it's kind of turned out now, I'm back most nights. I'm kind of just staying up there maybe one to two nights a week, usually Tuesdays and Thursdays. So the commute's not as bad as I thought it would be. I'm kind of getting used to that. Um, the job is a little more high energy, high stress than oh, what is it I really? was doing before. Yes, definitely. So, you know, the environment up there is a little more stressful. Got it. A little more intense. So that's taking some getting used to. And so we're just kind of taking it week by week right now. And we're already what? I think I'm eight months into this now. Man, it does not so seem like that's possible. Just flies. It does. Why would you stay like blur. why would you stay like Tuesday night? Thursday night. Why won't you stay back to back? My bad. Because it, it probably just has stuff things going on. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, we can ask have... him. He's right here. We could let him answer too. Yeah, I'll answer. Yeah, that's good. Um, the, that's a good question. The what I have found is the problem really is the drive is about an hour and twenty five minutes up there. So when I have to do that and come back both in the same day. It makes the following day a little more rough or I have to go to bed a little earlier and just kind of throws everything off because basically I've been driving for three hours that day and worked for eight and a half to nine. So what I have found is if I chop it, like if I go up on a day, stay overnight there, then the next day I get to obviously sleep extra late because I'm already up there and then come home that night. You know, then I'm only driving an hour and 25 each day. So that, that oh, schedule okay. must be tough easier. because you must be tired. Because I'm telling you, from the time this podcast started till now, your speech seems to have slowed down. Yeah. Well, that's probably 
you know, that could be due to anything. <laughs> Number of things. Medication. Could be. It's getting late. Uh, aspirin, ibuprofen. Yeah, those things. things. Well, like you're that. old now. We did. We started late, so actually, I'll tell you what's happening right now. I am intentionally slowing my voice down. I know you don't believe me. I know you think I'm bullshitting you. <laughs> I listened to the last podcast, and I was saying, you know, like a mofo. All over the place. You I know? think Danny was hitting it a couple times I, too. Well, yeah, he was, but I was saying it. Saying a lot it too. too. I've so. already, and I've even caught myself already on this podcast. I've said it a couple times during that little spiel, and after I said it, I started slowing down because I'm like, I'm not going to continue to say <laughs> no. I Stop. did the same thing with Stop so. It. I hate you. I did. I hate, and I still do it. I finally just gave up. But I would With go through. Soul? Oh yeah, I would every time I would hear it, I would erase it. It's not as bad as you know because those I just keep. Oh, they were just flying out, and mm. it, the more tired I get, the, the more they come. Gets yeah. So I had my last jury duty date on Tuesday, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's done. And With a federal grand jury. Yeah. Got it. And can you talk about it now? I can talk about being on it. Um. So we were there and there was this attorney and she had two time slots in for two different cases. And you think when like district attorneys and stuff, they speak, they would sound have it together. Yeah. So she's reading this um, slideshow of, I think she put it in a slideshow. I don't know for everybody. And she said, um, Yeah. Every other word. So it was like, um, I, yeah. Or, um, uh, uh, um. Jesus. I'm even hearing you, you tell it. I, I know. Want, hurt my I brain. Jump I'm already from my, annoyed. Yeah. She's like, um, uh, uh, uh. And I'm like, holy shit. And I had you, to do Did two- you raise your hand and say, I am on a mediumly recognized podcast? No, I had two hours of it, and I wasn't the it's only one. It's been erected up to medium instead of <laughs> erected. erected. Because she That's left. That's the correct use of that, and it made sense. <laughs> he he understood it. If you say so. No, it did not. She left the room, and they said, <laughs> if she said it one more time, I was going to scream. You were? No. I mean, that's what other people oh, said. Oh, people oh other people had mentioned it? They yeah. was They was going to scream? They was. No, she I didn't say they. was going to scream. But the other people, they was going to scream they if she came back in and did it. They, they was. She thought about it. She was like, oh, It's Easter, so that's why we dropped these little Easter eggs in. Before I gotcha. say this, I'm going to say, can we go back word? to Easter? No, I'm going with was. <laughs> Brandon, did it. you guys decorate Easter eggs this week? And we did not decorate Easter eggs yet, but Is tomorrow... it because you don't believe in God? Oh. <sighs> Holy shit. shit. Just kidding. Tomorrow, we are going to the family celebration with the little cousins and my kids. And I believe there will be Easter egg decorating done at that point. Nice. Very cool. So, so last week, we had a groundbreaking, ground swell of an episode. Whatever. Deborah Hanlon. Yes. Again, thank you so much for being on. I, I loved it. I listen every week because I critique everything we do, but I found very little after editing heavily. I found very little to- Why did you have to edit heavily? You didn't edit Oh, heavily. it's funny that you should ask. Here, let me play something from last week. 
Okay. Boy. Well, let's just see. This one's a little long, but let's just. This are is you going to have to edit it again? No, yeah. because I get to set it up now. So here's what's happening. I said so. Here's what's happening. What? This is where people will get to understand what I have to put up with when doing a podcast with you. Oh, no, it's the it's the after when we were all freaking out. Just the after? So this is here. Yeah. What you're going to hear is just me trying to get us back following the interview. Oh, oh no. this is... If I hear you giggle once, so here your credibility. Uh, yeah, this is where we're all right, ready? I'm going to count us out, and then I'm going to take us to uh, <laughs> mail, and then we'll be out. Okay. Here we go. Three. Uh, who's going to carry us out of it? So this is me. I'm going to throw things off a little bit because I'm going to stop. Same voices. But here's me. I'm trying to get order. I always do it. So I'm like, hey, let's mm-hmm. let's let's throw this here's out. What, yeah. No, this is here's what Denny's thinking. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm not going to be able to do this. I don't know how well, no, I can obviously fuck. do it. I this do it all of the time. This is a hard one to come back out of. Let's see if somebody else will take this let's one. Let's see if someone else can All right, let's up. see who jumps yeah. in to help on this one. Here we go. Yeah. I'm going to play it for everybody. Here we go. Uh, I'll do it. Not all Amanda. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are you ready? Three, two. And we're back. Thank God cancer saved our divorce. All right. I'll be editing now, this. I was intentionally <laughs> being a douchebag in that one. I just want to say. Oh, there's. So. I do. There is an there is a an admission of douchebaggery. Yeah. No, I was I was like, hey, let me just have some fun here for a second. And then I thought, oh, we'll come back with the next one and we'll, off we go. Oh, no. Right, I, what I did not realize was. I was about to derail us <laughs> completely for 15 minutes. <laughs> Here we go with more. Brayden, you want to bring us back? No, sir. You made fun of me the last time I tried to I make to fun of you every time. I'll do it. Okay, Jamie's going right, to do Jamie's it. Jamie's going to do it. Here we go. All right, hold on. Jamie decides at this point that she's going to take the reins of the show. <laughs> she's going to bring us back from quite possibly one of our best interviews we've ever had. Mm-hmm. We, we all knew at that point we were in trouble. Well, let's listen to let's listen to how this Who goes from here. Go three, two. Seriously, an amazing interview, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. I'm sure they did. Like I, they, there's no way you couldn't. Just the most. What are you doing? Jamie's laying He's down trying the not to make fun. Uh, you're trying not to make fun <laughs> of me and lose his shit right his now. Hand? Now what's happening there? Braden. Is Braden was hyperventilating. Well, I want to let everybody know the wall started closing in, and that after the what you what 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 was so funny that I was the dog, dog. thing. He she said your dog's gonna die. Okay, that is not exactly how I that said went. it. Oh, you Even said close. it. Well, she well she she said I did. You know, there's something about dog, and then Jamie was like, "Well, your dog's gonna die," and then I rethought about that, and then like in all seriousness, like we were all laughing, and then Jamie said. I'll take it over. And then, okay, three, two, one. So you were Seriously, laughing about something that and, had happened previously. Oh, no, my God, yes. And then, no, no, no. And then when Jamie, like, was, like, when she, she went, tried, like, game time. She was Seriously. tried so hard to sell it. Oh, uh, it was, I looked <laughs> like, right I don't think it, I've ever seen Jamie it. put that I much mean, effort was, into anything. No. She's no. like, I'm gonna, I'll do this one. Yeah, I can, oh. I can quarterback oh. this. Well, let's, let's see how it goes a little further. Here we go. 
He's about to How are you going to make fun of me for that? You took your job so seriously. All right. Action. Bang. That was awesome. I'm so proud of you. All right, here we go. I'll bring us back for the love of God. Oh, my God. I can't do this now. You do it. You do it. I don't want All right, so I'm going to stop it there. I am trying to regain control of the show. Mm-hmm. It's not working. It's mm-hmm. only getting worse. It get, it definitely got worse. I, I got to be honest with you. I didn't even hear you. Like <laughs> I, because, I re- you were, because you were trying to stay alive. I remember that he was time. Trying to keep breathing. And you were like, "Okay, really, guys." And I was like, "I heard none of that. I was focused on her. <laughs> I was focused on Brando being being hilarious over there through a through a screen, and then Amanda was over here like making fun of her too. That was that was my funnest time here." All right, here we go. Let's listen to more. One, two. Go ahead. Here it is. Three, two. Who gives a shit? We can't start with that. Ready? Jams, do it. In three, two. I really enjoyed that interview. Um, That was an awesome interview, Jamie. You are exactly right. Amanda, did you think that was awesome? It it was so fun. Oh, my God. Brayden. I couldn't. Brayden, what did you think of that interview, man? I thought that was a great time. I really enjoyed it. I didn't think Brayden was going to be able to speak. I don't. Hey, motherfucker. I think my mind exploded like 15 times. This isn't real. So I thought we were rolling with that. And then I looked over and you were just pissed. Because Brandon Brandon is over there. Amanda, did you think it was? Yeah, he was Did you think it was mind blowing too? I knew he was. And Jamie's just rolling with her. She's like, fuck yeah, this is great. We're kicking ass. I'm taking this one home. I'll be doing it for... They made fun of Amanda that time. That was great, Alex. Thanks. I got this shit. Shit. But it gets worse. Let's keep listening. It gets worse from here. I think I heard that. That was badass. No, No. we're not doing that. That sounded like it was Brandon was setting all of you up. What did you really How think? How did you think Brayden? about that? That's How awesome. How did that feel? Oh, yeah, that was so great. Brayden, tell us about killing your dog. <laughs> you have to say that was going to bloopers or something. Okay, I don't know. I'm not fucking doing it again. All right, Amanda, you get the show. <laughs> I'm fucking done. Checked out. Here's the problem. I'm so The interview sorry. was so good that none of us can live up to, like, the goodness of the interview. No, so just bring us in, Danny. I've got nothing. To the goodness, so the goodness of the interview. Drop some truth bomb. I was exhausted. You know, like it midnight. wasn't bad. Had Brandon not midnight done his hell. condescending like shit. I know, which I'm going to do. You know, it's given. It's a given. Yeah, you should just expect that by now. You got to be ready for it. Uh, no, I'm just saying that the <laughs> intro, if we had just rolled with it, it would have oh, been fine. I think I no. blacked out after this. I remember nothing after Well, this speaking of blacked out, let me play more for Jamie goes a particular direction with this that you may not remember. All right, I'll do it, and I'll do it for real. All right. All right, here we go. I didn't do it. Are you good? Yep. (laughs) All right, hold on. Three, (laughs) two... (laughs) (laughs) This is ridiculous. You know? (laughs) Look, you're playing along. Okay, hold on. You're playing along. You're doing sound effects. Don't, I'm not don't. doing it now. No, not. but you were then. Well, don't, he didn't say was, anything. Yeah, but don't don't act do? like you weren't involved in this tomfoolery. You were you were completely involved. Right, hold on. Tom we haven't gotten to the good part yet. Hold on. We haven't. Was a great Here it is. Here we go. <laughs> you do. You like <laughs> yawned. Okay, I took I'll do it. Let's go. All right, hold on. Jamie's doing it on three. One, two. Cha ching. All right, I may have done that one on purpose. There it is. There it is. But hold on. 
Hold on. Is there more? There is more. We're halfway through. Well, hold on. Oh. Listen. Let's just listen. Here we go. And my... Shit. Amanda said I took a deep... <laughs> Somebody get us out of this son of a bitch. Okay. Let's do it. Go. All right. So now Jamie has decided... Did She's you hear? Okay. I got this. Everyone, get behind me. I'm, I'm going to drive this car out of here. A professional as long as it's not a car, it. I think I'd probably follow, but yeah. not a car. Anything but driving. We are going to get through this, and I'm tired of it. And then this is what she goes with. All right, go. Three, two. My mind blew with that. Com- <laughs> no, I can't. You answer my mind blue. My you mind. just got it. What you want to do? You say that in this room? Are you shitting me? I was going to say that it. My mind really blue is what it did. So. I know, but I thought I was supposed to come out. Please put it here. My mind. Did you just puke, Brandon? No, I just put my head down for a minute. You haven't done that in a while? I Pop, get us out of oh, here, man. Okay, I was trying to go with, <clears throat> did that not blow your mind? But right. what, what you said is my mind r- blue. <laughs> what are we doing? No, but I, what I meant to say was, yes, thank you for did that you not mean. blow your mind? <laughs> Please stop I with can. the blowing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm Eddie. ready. I can do this. I've got it. All right. Now, you will not hear, oh. please stop the blowing very often on this podcast. <laughs> God. Okay. Yeah, I did. For, I did forget. I that forgot part. that part yeah. too. She. She was. And she, she was, was so. She brought it in. I don't think she's done with the mind blowing. I think it's actually said Blue. one more time. It, oh, it is. Cause, I think so. Because doesn't Brando take us in for real? No, I had to save us. But no, no, no. On this yeah, there's one, there's no way I did. On yeah, this Brandon, one, yeah, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon says, does no, take I a shot. This, I may have bullshit. tried again. Yeah, let's let's hear Brandon. I, I don't remember let's exactly where we go from here. Let's give it another listen for a second. Here we go. So In three, two. Fake news. No, the problem is now I'm now I'm fucked up. So now I'm it's so intense. Sooner or later, your mind blue. Dude, don't do don't do the countdown. Brando, yeah. just hit it. Yeah. So now Braden has an idea. <laughs> well, it, no oh, countdown. So Brand Brando was like, yeah, that, that's probably good. He 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 had my back now. Yeah. I do want to say I this. Like, I was like, I'm just going to start talking. And yeah, just, later, just roll into it. It'll even out, and then Denny will find a spot. Boom. Jamie, have you it. ever been paid to broadcast? No. Brayden, oh, have shit. you ever Here been paid go. to broadcast? No. Amanda, have you ever been paid to broadcast? No. God. Except for that one time, right? <laughs> OnlyFans does not count. Oh, then no. <laughs> now, I have also never been paid to broadcast. I Brandon did not know you were going this route. I thought you were going to so, say, yeah, I'm the only one. Brandon worked already. Here we go. All right, so here's the thing. Normally, I don't bring us back from interviews, but that was such an amazing interview that I had to do it because who else would do it? It's it was incredible. It really that was. was. That's it one sucked. of the You can't you can't use that. <laughs> All right, I'll bring us back. I, Holy shit, he played into it. He, he... <laughs> No, I was going to save it. We were good. No, yeah, me too. I no. like that one. We were good. No. All right, here yeah. we go. Everybody ready? We've been ready. That's I not true. I have. Not have. True. Just... All right. Watch our levels so we don't get ready. too hot. Since All right, here we go. <clears throat> and then I save it. And, and then Jay- I brought us in. Jamie was like, we've been ready. You were 0 for 2 yeah. on yeah, that Jamie one. says, no, but we've I been was ready. But I tried to be ready. No, you were you, 0 for 2. You definitely did your part. My mind blew. My mind. Yeah. My mind. 
Now, this isn't all of the bloopers that I have. No, I would That's hope some not. Good stuff. So let me play. This next one is not nearly as long. Let's listen to the next little blooper that I have. In the proof of presence? Nope. In the presence <laughs> of proof. God. Added. For present. Edit. <laughs> With a mouthful of goddamn candy. Why would you come to me? I don't know. We're doing a fucking podcast. <laughs> You got a no. microphone. Maybe there's. Face. We're supposed to talk. Maybe this isn't the time for a chewy fucking goodness. <laughs> That's huh? how it works. Are you joking? <laughs> Maybe oh, you're the big dog God. that they found fucking dead. <laughs> there's oh, a big bitch man. just died. It's Jamie. Big lab. She, <laughs> looks she, like a Great Dane. Looks like a Great Dane, crazy, crazy enough. Oh. She choked on a fucking chewy know. treat. Oh, man. Dude, you gotta Sorry. Her <laughs> Why would you come to me on a podcast where I'm supposed to talk? Look at me. So I'll be editing this part. Anyway. Oh, that's good stuff. This that's week. Gold. That is gold, Brando. So gold. now that's a little look at some of my frustration. You know, Again, with the, your frustration. Jamie's you were sitting a part over of the frustration. Jamie is sitting it. over there. And she just, you know, bebopping along in her little life. <laughs> and she says, oh, there's something shiny over here. What is that? Oh, that's a light. I liked that before. I mean, What's on the computer screen? I'd like that a lot right now. Oh, I, this looks good. Let me unwrap it. Let me hit the mic. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> time. Okay. All is well. Let me shake my drink. Uh, hey, Jamie, do you have anything you'd like to say? You to me? Did you see me put something in my mouth? <laughs> my man is snorting now. <laughs> this is my life. This is my life. And then I become the asshole on the podcast that says, Lock it in. Lock it in. Everybody lock it in. <sighs> it's just Jamie's brain, though. Yeah, so it is. Fun. It is. Jamie is like, wanna... like in her head, she's on this like oh, little path amazing. in a forest, oh, I told skipping you. along, and then really she just did pops it. up along the path. It Denny, really does sound like that. I may have mentioned this before. You remember being John Malkovich, where John Cusack? Have you ever seen that? I have seen it. It's been so a portal long. into the brain of John Malkovich. <laughs> I want, I want a Jamie portal. Oh no, you don't. Can you imagine just going God. in there for like twenty minutes. It would be like a roller coaster. It would be. This it starts off real slow. He be like, "Can we go again?" No, I'll throw (laughs) it. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get me out of this. That's mean. (laughs) So this week we've decided to discuss abusing the systems that are out there. Um, you know, let's get back to serious for a minute, I suppose. Yeah. Nice segue. Thank yeah, you. right. Yeah, rolled right into it. Oh, you, you want me to play something funny? About... Like, here, well, we can do it this way. You're exactly right. Let's do let's do a marriage tip. <laughs> well, I can get rid of it. Watch. It's magic magic of editing. It'll be gone by the time you guys nice hear it. Turns out there'll be a marriage tip that none that of us hear unless we happen. say it's an exclusive marriage tip that we only get to hear if we listen to the podcast. Aren't they all exclusive that way? No. Because no, you're not going to find can, those bitches them, anywhere else. We can hear him right now. She's saying we would have to listen. Like everyone oh, in this room. in this is not room. Gonna it's only, Dummy. I get it. I or there it. won't be one. He'll just do that. Yeah, it'll be gone. 
you know, be right into the next. I thing. love that one. Next way, abusing CPS. Well, no, seriously, one. this is a very oh, serious topic, serious. and no, it is because this is. I mean, if you think of, we have these systems in our government in place to protect children and families, and they try to prevent horrible, horrible things from happening. And yet sometimes those can still be twisted and manipulated and used in ways they're not meant to be used. And it takes away from what their real use is supposed to be for. So what we're talking about there, I am saying so again, what we're talking about is there are there are there are governmental agencies you know, we have the police, we have the, you know, all of these different agencies that are to protect us citizens, but then they also have the Child Protective Services. And the main role, Jamie, what would you say their main role would be? To make sure kids are in a good living situation, no matter where they're at. Now, have you guys seen the movie Gone Baby Gone? Yes. Yes. Everyone oh here has seen God. that movie? Very controversial I not, ending. I have not it, seen that movie. You've not seen Gone Baby Gone with not Casey Affleck, baby. Oh, it, that's an all time. I heard several people tell me I should. It's an you should. Timer. You should. It's a thinker yeah. at the end. So, would you say if we were just going to just come right out of the gate on that one, Jamie did the right thing happen at the end of that movie? Oh, I don't think so. You don't think so, Braden? Nope. Amanda? No. And I agree. So the premise of the show is that. This little girl lives with her parents or with her mother, and there's some drug activity, some drug things going on. This girl comes up missing, and Casey Affleck is hired to find her. He's a private investigator. He's a private investigator. He's assisting the police, although as these movies go, they don't want assistance, right? And he digs and digs and digs, and eventually you find out that Morgan Freeman, the chief of police— He actually has the girl. He came up with this very elaborate plan to, you know, it, the the girl dies actually in air quotes. It she dies in the movie. Yeah, they stage her. They, they, they stage, stage her, her death. death. Yeah, yes. they, yeah, they stage her death, and then you know Casey Affleck, he was like, oh, well, I couldn't save her, and he was there, and you know the whole nine, and then he, but he keeps looking, he keeps looking, he's got this feeling, and then at the very end of the movie. Then he roll up to his like lake house because yeah, the, well, the because chief police know. retires. Yeah, he is retiring. And, no, he retires and after he actually that. Says, oh. He actually right, says. He actually says. He actually says, "Is this really what you want to do? Is this a better situation for her? You're going to take her away from this." And yeah. you see her up there sitting with you know her his wife lunch, on the porch, yeah. swing, yeah. And, yeah. you know, in this quiet Sweet little tea and a sandwich, a little home that's in the country, and it's a nice family. So the 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 police chief and his wife couldn't have kids or their child had died young or something like that. And they essentially bought this child from a horrible living situation. Yeah. He reports them to the police so that the child has to go back to the mother. And, Casey Affleck does. Yeah. And the mother is... And there is a lot of backlash. His girlfriend and he break up over it. People that, are saying it wasn't the right it thing It wasn't the do. right thing. And he's like, no, who are we to choose... That's her mother. She mm-hmm. should know who her mother is. And then when he puts them back together, boom. Like he goes back to check he on He goes them. to check and she's like, yeah, do you mind staying with her tonight? Uh, I'm going to go yeah, out. Yeah, that is true because she gets all 
did up and it, yeah yep. that is and a, that and is she, rough... he would have just she would have just left her on the couch and just left her again yeah. for more terrible things to happen yeah so mm-hmm. i mean like that whole thing and that's what that's what cps is really here yeah. to protect those children from mm-hmm. now have you did you ever as a child did you ever have cps on you jamie anybody ever check on you i don't think so don't. uh no my babysitter What's that? Like, my babysitter, um, my old babysitter abused kids. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And I came home with bruises a couple times, and um, then before I knew, we weren't there anymore, and she was arrested. Oh, boy. So. Was she hitting you? Yes. Was she? Yeah. She, all the kids. Wow. I don't remember it, but. I had one like that. Her name was Mrs. Smeltzer. She's dead now, and she should be. Mm. But, <laughs> I mean, Jesus. but that's the only time I remember being talked dark to broken, you know broken. that's what i've always worried about like personal babysitters because i had a babysitter when i was younger i mean they would put me like i they would take us to the store her husband would take us to the store and do donuts in the parking lot with like six kids in his car <laughs> oh no God. one belted Jesus in Christ, sounds like a pretty man. sweet dude and, sounds pretty I mean, rad he they that were that was weird. back in the old days everything was just unregulated and be, brandon it's not that long it's ago not, i mean when she old. was you and i were adults when this yeah, was happening uh-huh. Oh and you could have been babysitting her. I remember, like they oh, were sleeping. Probably a good thing it wasn't me. They were well, s- Jesus. Denny and I did have a few bad babysitting experiences. So. What were, with you two as the babysitters? Ran, we did run a fight club at one point. To you <laughs> and to you. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to hear about, about that. that later. Oh. <laughs> Actually, the one of them that flipped the other one off ended up oh, killing someone. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, I'm super excited to hear about this. this that'll be oh, offline. Terrible story. That'll be offline. <laughs> anyway. Brandon, why don't you go yeah, ahead and no give your kidding. address on the podcast? Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Amanda? Sorry to derail you. Oh, well, I was just talking about creepy babysitters and people. Yes. You know, they're supposed to be able to check in. On that, that's why we have systems like this in place. Now, mm-hmm. CPS is, I had another experience, not like me personally, but um, I've got to decide how much I can or cannot say. Talk about it, whatever you want. No, I don't know. I don't think I can. He's got the power to make anything <laughs> well, go away Well, that's what I'm trying to decide how much needs to be left out. So there's a situation um, when I was in like fifth grade. I, hold that thought. That's not very nice. You should not say that. My parents had children that were staying with us. Um and their situation was at home wasn't good. Um their their life experiences were pretty bad. I can go into that like the there were four kids. Um the Second oldest boy had had his leg twisted until it snapped in two places oh, by his biological um, father. Um, the, right, let's stop there. Seriously, firing squad, game over. Yeah, I know. It's terrible, I mean, For isn't real. It? Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah, I don't but know. I don't ever know what not. happened with that. Uh, was it was, a firing squad? No, I don't know. Then it, not enough. This no. was happened. before we were in the picture. So this was just like when they were young. I mean, he was like two when that happened. Um, and the I'd little like girl, to shoot the gun then. yeah, the little girl had, had been inappropriately touched and had terrifying nightmares. I remember she, her and I shared a room and she would wake up in the middle of the night. She had night terrors so bad. She'd wake up 
or get up. She wasn't awake, running around like in circles on her bed, screaming about spiders because he had threatened her with spiders if she told Mm. anybody. Um, And there was just all kinds of issues. But we tried to get CPS involved. And unfortunately, CPS walked in. They did, you know, their inspection was, okay, is there food in the house? Yep. There was a box of cereal, even though the kids yep. would call us and say, hey, it's it's 11 o'clock. We haven't eaten. Or I know there was one point the fire department got called out to the house because the nine-year-old was trying to make lunch for everybody and had caught something on fire or there was smoke coming out because it was burning because they didn't know how to cook and the parents weren't cooking dinner for them. Mm. It's unbelievable that there are so many that there are stories like that out there. And what you're what you're saying, and that's just it. That's where I was going, Brandon. Is we don't even like we all lead pretty comfortable lives. Yeah, and you know we take care of our children and we have a good time. All of that, but there's an underbelly to our society that Mm -hmm. very seriously has no regard for their lives. Yeah, or um. You know, anything that has to do with the children. And that system is limited in helping the children that need help. But I guess the point we're wanting to talk about today is how that system is so broken that the people who actually need help from it can't get the help. But the people who don't need help or people who are wanting to use that system to hurt or abuse other people are able to get it so quickly. So it's probably no secret. It's probably no secret that... When there are divorce cases out there that parents use these these services services, services yeah against in their mind they think that they're going to show you right yeah they think that they're going to punish you oh yeah mm-hmm. well let me show you this because this one time you did whatever and then and then they 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 make a call and a claim. And away you go. Like now you are defending yourself. Yeah. And which is crazy. And all you're doing is you're you're hurting the system because that's why. I mean, think about how many cases there are that just get called in and they're they're They really are nothing. But they're so the people in CPS are so overwhelmed with all of these calls that what they do is. And they're not paying those people shit. No. And they walk in and say, yeah, you've got. A roof, lights, you know? Basic needs, mm-hmm. all right, we're good to go. Yeah. Running water? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. funny story, um, and I'm going to give everybody some inside baseball on this one. I, when I was married to Braden's mother, oh, yeah. she had a son already that his dad was in the picture, and he was very, um, he was very involved. And um, he was my stepson, and so she had a daughter- and then she had a son, not same dad. And then she was married to me, and we had Braden and Garrett. And the dad, once I got into the picture, decided that he didn't want the child living with us. I, I'm sure – here's the deal. I think he was kind of controlling his house and hers. You know what I mean? And he, he was probably you know kind of living two lives, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then he decided – when I came in the picture, uh-oh, I can't run that house now, so I'm going to take my son out of it. And in typical fashion, you know, I bucked up and said, no, you can't take him from his mother. I mean, this has been the arrangement forever. You can't change it for him and her and all that. So we went to court. We actually won. 
Um, and there were some damaging things said. And, you know, so many things were alleged, proven not to be true. And some of it was even, you know, uh, for instance, I ran out of gas one time with him. And it was it was recorded and I don't know how he came up with the day that I ran out of gas and the temperature that it was outside when I ran out of gas, but he Jesus. used that against us. I remember in court sitting, you know, did you run out of gas on this day? I did run out of gas, but I don't remember exactly what day. Would you be surprised to know that the temperature was negative 25 or whatever that day? And and I know I ran out of gas because my gas gauge didn't work. And I, I'd gotten just a quarter mile up the road from my house and did run out of gas. But – Piece of shit. I know, right? So I say all of that to say this. We you had, were probably texting and driving too. Uh, well, they didn't have phones mm. then. We had, we had one <laughs> in court. We already had custody, and it was all decided. Angie and I bought a home. We moved away, not away, in the same town, into the new house, and um, Braden started going to school, or Braden was going to be going to school in two years or in one year at this point. And I just happened to be off of work one day and I hear a knock at the door. And I open it and there's two people standing there. I'm like, yes. Are you Dennis Bruins? Yes, I am. Okay. Hey, they introduce themselves. Wait, may we come in? Sure. And they come in and tell me that there's been a, an allegation, allegation of something at CPS there, I can't even remember what it was. Either he'd been spanked, he mm. had been – I can't remember what it was. But they had taken him More out of school and looked at him. They, like, took his clothes off of him and took pictures of him. They inspected him. And mm. all of that. And it's so traumatizing for it the is. kid, too. It is. And I can mm-hmm. assure you he wasn't being beaten. He was not being beaten. Not by me, not by his mother, mm-hmm. anybody. And when all of that happened – for you listeners out there and everybody in the room, please don't think less of me, but I I had two younger children to think about. And so I took I took their mother in and I was like, hey, he's going to stop at nothing. This guy, I mean, if he's willing we've to already, put his own kid through this, look what he just did. we've already won. This should be done. We're, I mean, are we going to go broke trying to protect our family? I mean, from this guy that's not going to stop or do we just... Let him move in with him because I'll be damned if my kids are going to be in school and get drug out and have pictures of their butts taken. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I we made that decision. And to, to their mother's credit, she said, okay. And it was an emotional decision for her as it would have been. I mean, it was for me too. Um, I was pretty young at the time. So I don't know that it affected me then like it would now. You know, I, mm-hmm. I hadn't learned – what about being a real parent was like at that point? Mm-hmm. Uh, I still had my kids, but they were young. But So this is just a curious question yep. for the heck of it. If that same situation happened now, do you think you'd come up with the exact same answer? Would no. you still no. want him to go or no. would you That's, be ready to navigate that, them? I was going to bring that up. That's the difference between 47-year-old Denny and what, 20, 20-something-year-old yeah. 20 20, Denny? 20, because 26. now we're going yeah. yep. to stand in and fight now. But you also have the means to stand in and fight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. here you are with two new children. You don't have a lot of money. You know, just you, bought a new house. Y- yeah. 
you're yeah, you're scared to death. I was basically. scared to death, and yeah. I was scared to death because I didn't know my rights. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Right. I didn't you don't know, know what CPS I didn't know any, can do. And yeah. I had, and I had also. I mean, I had. I, there had some time had passed. It wasn't like the 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 hearing was done and this was two weeks later. There was a little bit of time that had passed, but I was like, man. And I still remember. I remember looking at the boys' mother and saying. They are not going to pull. Braden goes to school in one year or whatever it was. You, they are not going to pull him in and take his clothes off of him because of this asshole. And mm-hmm. you know, and I, you know that that led to our decision. It's funny. I mean, if he listens, he deserves it. But that family is so fractured now. <laughs> if you hear the stories, I mean, Braden's talked about it. Garrett's talked about it a little yep. bit because it's their older brother, but. They had, you know, like, I got to save my baby, and that just turned into, you know, a f- another fractured. Re- it it was the sake of family. winning a fight, the fight, mm-hmm. and it wasn't about what was best for the kid. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about. It was just, hey, it's I about told control. you I'm going to take him. It was and about I'm going to take him. Yeah, and that's what. Yeah. And that's the problem is not realizing like you had a child with that person. You've had this all set up i mean like you know just like when you guys got together i could have changed my mind sure mm-hmm. sure you know and said no nah, fuck y'all no i know and, i will forever and i be in debt to you for that no 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 i'm just saying i i could have done that but that was not what was best for the child for audrey mm-hmm. people do not think about that because they're so hell-bent on revenge trust me I wanted to. <laughs> well, let me let me just tell you this. So bad. I would, if there came an issue now that CPS had to be called, I'm probably involved first. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to go bust doors in, but I'm not just going to blindly, oh you yeah, know, send it. Send that's CPS. What, that's the thing. If I think for one second, if I even have an inkling that Braxton or any of the girls have been hurt. By an adult, I'm not gonna make a phone call. I'm not gonna send you a text. I'm gonna show up at your front door. Oh, bet. Yeah, we'll we'll be having a discussion. Now, you'll be. I and will I'm get, say I'll get the me. authorities involved. I am. Oh, I'm shaking thinking about it. But I, I'm not. I'm certainly not going to. You know, I'm not just going to make a spectacle of it. You know what I'm saying? No, because it's that's just flexing your muscle. It's you know, bark and no bite. Yeah. And but not, if you but if you really think your children are in danger. Why? Why don't make any noise yeah. at all? Amanda's right. If you really thought your kids, first off, you'd be at that door knocking, and then you wouldn't say. Yeah, I'm hey. not saying. I'm not saying I'm going over there to start a fight. Yeah, but I'm not saying say, I'm going over. I'm. I'm going to ask some questions. Right. Sure. I. I've if had I, a situation like that. If I thought Audrey mm-hmm. was, you know, ever in a bad place here, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be. They're not coming back. No. I'm not going to call you and say, "Hey, you keep the kids." Right. No, we would have a discussion about it. If I didn't satisfy your, just same with you. Mm-hmm. If if I if if what you asked me, I didn't satisfy your curiosity. Yeah. You know, hey, Audrey came home with this. You know, what is it? And we can explain it down. Do you remember when that was happening? Though? I was going to talk about the bruises. Yeah, because she oh was. Yeah. Remember when she was coming home? And yeah, she we had we almost had that, and turns out it was just leukemia. Yeah. But I called and. I mean, wow. I said, <laughs> like, yeah, score. See, told you. <laughs> no, because I called Denny and I was like, 
She is covered in her little legs were yeah. so bruised. Mm. And her and her backside back here oh, and stuff. What are you what is happening? And I thought it was like Braxton and none of us could explain anything. Being of it. rough with her mm-hmm. and I'm like Yeah. Turns out it was Audrey that beat up on Braxton. Yeah. <laughs> <Still laughs> but I mean, even then, I mean I called you. You know, I called you. Yep. I mean, I we may have discussion. bitched at you. No, but I mean, look, we got there. Yeah. We, we got there. Yeah, we figured out that something else was going on. Yeah. That we was we one had of the a first similar, um, we had a situation just like that with our, actually two of our kids. The first one, it was much scarier, but biracial kids get, um, and I hope I'm saying this right, but I believe they're called Mongolian birthmarks and they usually appear like on their legs or their butt. And they look like bruises, um, and they don't go away. They they have them for you know a long, quite a while uh, until they're a little bit older. But the first time that the daycare saw those, uh, we got a call, and you know they brought us in, and we had wow. to go to the supervisor and explain to them you know what was going on i mean it was a big deal they had taken pictures and everything we were very like mortified about it and scared we had our second placement the exact same thing happened but as soon as they called us we knew exactly what was going on so we were like oh yeah we know what's happening and we explained (laughs) it and then we had them like look it up on google and research it and you know told them exactly what to look at Yeah, you can handle it differently instead of no i don't know right But yeah, I mean, that first time we were scared to death because we were a new foster placement. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh my God, you know, they're going to report us for abuse. They're going to take our kids the third day of that we've had them. Mm-hmm. And we were just it, terrified. It's so, anytime you hear it's scary, anytime you hear CPS, I it think that strikes, that strikes yeah. fear to you because let's look at it. Of all the government agencies that you call when you need something, right? You've got your ambulance, your police, firefighters, whatever. They'll have a, you trust that they have a certain level of training, a baseline of they know what the hell they're doing, EMTs, all that. CPS has a lot of power, but they don't have shit for training. Mm -hmm. They don't have, they are overworked, underpaid, underpaid, and they don't have, most if you look at reviews or people talking about their time as a CPS worker, they say, we didn't get anything for training. They just threw us in and said, here, go deal with these cases. Because they have so many. Mm -hmm. Well, here's what happens. If you go to wehavekids.com, they do talk about CPS and kind of how this process works. So if you you go to wehavekids.com, family-relationships, you know, forward slash divorce, You'll find here's what happens if you call CPS. Um, the CPH, uh, let me, easy for me to say, the CPS agent takes your call, listens to your complaints, and writes them down. So that's going to be the first thing that happens when you call CPS. Second thing, the agent goes to visit the other parent. The other parent makes complaints about you. Then the agents write those down. That's awfully those specific. Down. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. it is because. Oh, so this is talking. Is yeah, this, this talking is about divorce. Yeah, this is okay, specific yeah. about divorce and kind of abusing the. I guess I should have said that. This is abuse of the CPS. Uh, the third step in this is going to be the agent now has a case file hidden from both parents that contains allegations about each of you. Now think about that. Mm-hmm. Allegations about 
both of you because the the original because caller, when you when you as a parent if you feel like your relationship with your child is being attacked unfoundedly you're gonna attack back they they can drop the case or pursue it the cps can if you're lucky they drop it if you're not lucky they take you to court and or make you complete services you have to deal with the fact that your life is no longer your own you are being told what you must do by government agents Mm-hmm. Think about that. And they come check on you. And yeah, the, they... the things that you have to go through, the hoops that you would have to jump through if they say, no, we want to pursue a case. And it's it's literally just they decide. So no matter what those allegations are, no matter who the caller is, if they find something and they want to pursue charges against it, it could be on the person that called. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the scope is open, mm-hmm. right? You've made a complaint, so you, now we're going to go a, look. You make a phone call, and now you have zero control about what happens with your kids. Yeah, even it, on even on the caller side, right? Is no, that what you're yeah. saying? It, it's yeah. exactly right. But the impact that this can have negatively, I mean, think about it. A kid's in school, a kid's wherever, and- And they get drug okay, out by people they don't know. Hey, take your pants off. All right, now, here- no, hold, no, no! Just stay right there. I'm going to take a picture of you, real quick. I mean, really think about that and the and Jesus the Christ. dramatic mm-hmm. feeling, you know, that that kid may be experiencing. Yeah, and it's probably a uniformed officer or two, mm-hmm. you know, or <laughs> a group of people are in the. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's a horrible traumatic experience. And the kids basically at that point is just a pawn. And, and people don't think yeah, about that exactly because right. they think I'm getting at you. Yeah, you know, I'm. Yeah, they're just using the kid. Yeah. as a pawn in the. Yeah, I I am mad at you. I am going to I'm going to punish you with your child. Here, watch what I can do. Or your do, children. Do, 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 do. And again, like we were talking about, that can backfire on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, or honestly, I think there needs to be repercussions. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get there in a second. Okay, okay. The CPA agent may may CPS. make. Yes. Did I say CPA? You, you did. Certified, Certified public accountant. <laughs> CPS agent may make decisions that you man. believe are the wrong ones. So here's a CPS agent comes in. They're kind of running your life as it relates to yeah. your kids at this point. Yeah, your decisions no longer matter. Your thoughts and feelings about anything no longer matter. Someone else has complete control. Now listen to this next one. Many parents who call CPS have their children taken away and given to the other parent. Wow. There's that kind of open scope thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So some believe that complaining parents are alienating children from the other parent. They believe the habit of making CPS complaints is emotionally abusive to the children good, involved. Good, good, because it is. I would say that it is for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, can any of you think of a situation where, you know, you have you have a mom and a dad that are going through a divorce – and the mom or the dad says, hey, watch what I'm going to do to you. And then all of a sudden the kids are, are you know, in the middle of this. They're, Can they're you think of a situation that a, comes out in a good way? No, honestly. because they're being used as a tug-of-war rope. And it's never mm-hmm. it's never about them. And it needs to be 100% about them. I, I, would, I would also say that if children are being abused, like – I got to believe you would know it more at your core. You know what I mean? I, I guess what I'm saying is if if you're going through a divorce and you you lived with someone for five years mm-hmm. 
and you've been apart now for two months and you call CPS, do you really think that person is abusive? Well, I mean, that's that's kind of the odd thing of it. So either they've been abusive the entire time and, and that parent anything. and that parent was complicit. Yeah, complicit to it. Or oh, well now you're just making shit up. Right. Yeah. And I think in most situations where it would be legitimate uh, if it was me or it, I guess I'm kind of referencing a real life thing that happened close to me, but in that situation you're not just going to make a call to CPS and then you're going to be done with it. You're going to go down to the police There's department. There's going to be a police report. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to file a written report. You're going to interview and give a statement about everything that you know, everything that you've found out so far. You're going to want to be follow. You know, you want to follow up. If you just make a little report, oh my, you know, in Denny's situation, a phone instance, call oh, two or three days later, kid, I'll get around to it when I think about it. Yeah, if, if you're think, you know, my child's being spanked and he's it's so severe that he's being bruised, you're just going to call CPS and then be done with that and hope it all goes well for you. You know, yeah. I mean, no, of course not. It, it, so it, just, it doesn't make happens, any sense. But you know, the, more often than not, it's <laughs> a lot of times you even see, you know, the same people that'll do the CPS reports will will make false accusations on people in general. That's and, exactly right. Well, that's mm-hmm. where I was getting ready to go to that. It's it's really sad because. There are there are thousands of children that need help. Exactly. And it makes it so much harder for the CPS worker when they're constantly being drug out to these bullshit cases. Mm-hmm. And right. not only is it taking up their time, but their their mental fortitude for god damn I'm going to another one. God damn I'm going to another one. And then they get in the middle of something that's really bad. That's mm-hmm. got to take a toll on them and it's got to affect their ability to see signs of abuse that may be there. Mm-hmm. But are yeah. being hidden versus the signs that are not. So if and the I mean the other side of that is when, like it makes it hard for sexual assault victims to come forward as well is when everyone else claims you know fake cases or mm-hmm. you know yeah, I that could be you know, said about anything yeah. yeah right so spousal abuse anything like that all of that's going to be anytime you're making those fake claims it makes it harder for people who you're really clogging need help. the system. Yeah, you're clogging exactly. the system. This says this goes on to say the CPS agent may make decisions that you believe are wrong. Moving on to the next step, they they say worse yet than the than CPS, um, you know, making those decisions. The CPS agent can decide that both of the parents suck, and they just take the child to a foster home. That's where Brandon comes in, right? Or or did come when in I in the show past? Up. Yeah. How did many show- how many times have I'll you? I, let me say this because I've you know been in that world. Oop! I said you know. God damn it! <laughs> let me say this though. You know, if the child ends up in a foster home, it is never because there's some politics going on and mom and dad are just being dicks to each other. Yeah. To get to the level of a kid getting pulled and put into a foster situation, there they has have to be to some really bad shit going on. Unfit. Yeah, there have to be unfit living conditions or the kid's life is in imminent danger. That's the only way they will pull a kid. And even if they pull a kid from a home, the first thing they'll try to do is go to an immediate relative or even a friend if they think it's going to be a very temporary situation. So, I mean, we're talking severe. So, uh, you know, I and I totally agree with everything that we've said about 
you know, the system. But when it gets to foster care, a lot of times you hear people, oh, they pulled my kid, you know, for no reason and put him into foster. And yeah. No, no. There, <laughs> there's, there's real reasons. Well, that's what there I mean. There was a reason. The story I was sharing in the beginning, like, you know, they they consider basic needs being met. If there is a box of cereal in the house, that's considered food enough. As long as there's right. running water, as long as there's a bed, even if it's just on the floor. So can there's we, a mattress. Can yes. we can mm-hmm. we pull back the curtain? Uh, I'm not sure. We've seemed to have lost a participant in the podcast. Well, no, he's a partici- participant. What are you doing over there? I'm just listening. You're just listening? Yeah. Are you Taking okay? Are you a little spaced in. out? No. Would you like some snacks? No. Contact. Some snacks? So, oh, let's make a decision. Do we pull back the curtain? Yeah. And talk about our situation? Yeah. Sure. I mean, I feel like we've unveiled enough. Well, Jamie, Jamie mentioned it if they keep coming out here. Yeah. I so, made a note that you need to change some words. That well, I, I was going to say, it's pretty, um, It's without saying anything, this podcast so far, it sounds like Super you're specific. talking about a situation that <laughs> you're not really talking well, about. Well, we have yeah. somebody here that's going through a divorce. I think everybody knows that, right? I we mean, may have mentioned it. Good. We may have, yeah. may have heard I mean, we intro could. music being played. I think that kind of helps. In the morning, the evening. So, Brayden, before we go any further... Just by a head nod, yes or no. Do you want to do you want to talk about it or no? All right. So here's the deal. Braden is there, Braden. he's going through this, you know, life altering event. You know, he's he's decided he wants a divorce, he's doing whatever, and the only the the last remaining tool that she has to use against him are these two little fellas. And Brayden, tell the story how you even found out that it was happening. So on on Sunday, I a request was made to me that I did not tend to at. Let's let's not talk about the request so much that led to it. Let's just, just talk about oh, the, just what happened, just the event. Okay, yeah. so uh, I, I give my boys Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, Tuesday rolls around after um, you know events that happen, and Over the weekend. Yeah. I was I was told that I couldn't go get them, and I didn't fight it. I had the rest of the week, you know, per our separation agreement. I've got two midweek visits; those are mine. It doesn't specify the day, but you know. Tuesday, I, I didn't fight it. I didn't. I wasn't going to cause a scene. I wasn't going to cause anything crazy. So Tuesday's good. Wednesday, you know, I just I come home, I bitch, I complain, whatever, whatever. So Wednesday rolls around, and I say, you know what? I'm I'm going to go get my boys, and I'm not going to ask for permission. I'm going to go get them. Well, because I, your permission was a court order that, that says, says you get, you get them two week. days a week, and, and you, I'm their goddamn dad. And you'd been so. picking them up every yeah. Wednesday, right? Really, every Tuesday and Wednesday. Wednesday right. And, you know, to change that completely, you know, for what? Because you the hadn't been told nine. officially to not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you knew that nothing had happened yeah. to the children. So, go ahead. So, Wednesday comes around, business as usual, I walk in, and what what pisses me off the most is I walk in and I'm notified well, of no manner. Hold on. We're not even, we haven't even told, go back to how we you tell knew. It? Well, no, it's Braden's story to tell. <laughs> I just want to make sure he tells it complete. I mean, talk about the pictures and the question. You, you know what I'm saying? Sunday. So That's you, what I tried to do. 
No, no, no. no. You, you were said talking about there was request. a request. I don't want to talk about the request. Just say Sunday I dropped him off. Okay, so this oh, okay, so st- okay, so Sunday there was an accusation made of something happening. There were pictures sent. There were videos sent to me um, pertaining to that uh, accusation, and it was all it was all smoke in the air. And um, I, I I took it as something that was just to bitch. you know just a just a bitch just to complain just to have you know that sort of drama or fight or whatever whatever so i think nothing of it monday comes i don't get my boys on monday you know that's that's the day that i schedule out my week whatever whatever tuesday comes around i can't get them i'm told no and i don't fight it cuz like i said i've got the rest of the week wednesday comes around i get them and, you know, I get them a little earlier than usual. I get them around 3.30, whatever. And I walk into that school, you know, head held high like I always do. And, I, you know, I get both my boys. And I didn't notice until after that phone call, they, I wasn't looked at the same. I wasn't interacted with the same. And I didn't realize it. I was just on a mission to get my kids because I hadn't seen them. And um, so, you know, I bring them back to – pop's house and you know we're having i think we, we had a good day that day we uh, we always have I think good you days. went to the we went to the park you went to the park we first. went to the park oh, and we yeah had, that is right we had a picnic at the park that we had all right. the kids there yeah yeah we because so i took because my kids you had been told they you had to been told here. they were not to come back to our house yeah 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 and unfounded why oh just, yeah that, i yeah. was told that they can't come here but i could get them tuesday but it was under it had to be in a very place. specific parameters and i'll be damned if my fatherhood is put into parameters so wednesday you know i take him to the park and amanda come i've got the two big kids and my i've got audrey braxton and my kids and then amanda comes by with isabel and piper and we had such a blast but amanda brought mcdonald's we had sort of a picnic style whatever whatever it was a good time and we get back to the house i think right after i gave the boys a bath or right before I, i don't remember but i um I get this very odd text from someone with the daycare, and then I get grouped into this phone the, call. The the text says what? The text says the the text didn't give me anything. It just said, "Do you guys have a second? I'd like to ask you a question." Well, it was, "Did you have time for a quick conference call?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So, because the this person wanted uh, my ex and I both to be there so that we were both from the daycare. Yeah, it's the director of the because daycare. this was uh, no one knew this happened. Uh, the phone call comes around, and I had just been notified that CPS was at my boy's school. Thank God they were asleep. But they were at my boy's school, and they took pictures of them, and they left. And I figured this out Wednesday at 7.30, when they were there Wednesday at, you know, 2 o'clock. So I, I was notified in no way, shape, or form. I had no knowledge of any of this. I don't think this is Wednesday that you learned this. It no, was. it is. Was it, it is. Wednesday? Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. Because after I dropped them off, remember it was that oh, public yeah, yeah. place, and yeah. that was the last time I had them yeah, until yeah. yesterday. No, you had them Thursday. Well, keep going on the story, though. So, um, you know, I, I am I am obviously seeing red at this point. So I, I hang up the phone, and I just... I, you know, I just start going through the things, going Slow through the things. So you're seeing red because you're on the phone with the director and your soon-to-be ex-wife. Ex, yes. And she, your the director, director says, says what? The director says, "I were either of you were either of you aware, aware that 
CPS paid a visit to the school today and I chimed in immediately. Well, no, my ex chimed in immediately and said, yes, I arranged it. And as a matter of fact, I called the daycare to let them know they were coming. And after I hear that, I say, you know, I, I actually, I don't say anything. It, she has to, the director has to actually chime in to me because I am baffled at all of this. And the director goes, Brayden, I'm, I'm going to assume that you were unaware of this. And I said, yes, this is my first time hearing this. Thank you for the information. Uh, talk again soon or something. Click. So after that phone call happened, um, I had to have him back at eight. So I guess we just loaded up after that. I took him back to the house and I wanted to make sure that. Um, oh, you can't say that. They didn't have. Um, they didn't have blankets at the school, and I just told her. I said they don't. Have, they've been using loaner blankets all week. Make sure they have blankets tomorrow when you drop them off. And then I, you know, argument, argument, whatever, whatever. And I just said make sure they have blankets tomorrow. She goes in. To her house, I go to pull off. She comes back out and she says, "Since you want to be a dick and tell me what to do, enjoy your visitor tonight at your dad's house." And at that point, you know, it was an open-ended threat that I called you immediately. Yeah, I took it as a, I said it a minute ago, like a psychological threat, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. because she, we didn't know who it was, we had no inclination. Well, I think we had gotten the the pictures and the videos. So we kind of had an idea what her game would be yeah. on this. And I want to say once again, this is our podcast. Now, a lot of times we do satire. We make fun of situations because it's fun. This one affected our family. Mm-hmm. And so it's our podcast. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to talk about this particular situation. And, you know, I can tell you with 100% certainty that there has never been a child mistreated or harmed in my care, Jamie's care, Amanda's care, or Brayden's care. And all of our kids are pretty well behaved too. They are. They are. And because respectful as we do. We do discipline them. Mm-hmm. But I guess what I'm saying is if you think if you're thinking to yourself right now, oh my God, why are you telling this story? Well I'm telling this story because it's our story to tell. And it it fits because, for God's sake, there are kids in the city we live in mm-hmm. that are being abused, that aren't eating, that have had their legs broken, that have teeth knocked out, mm-hmm. that have... And, and things we couldn't even imagine right. happening. And we get a guy that ultimately comes to our house and talks to us, and I'll let Braden pick it up, but like I'm telling this story because I'm pissed. I'm pissed that my son's been put through it. I'm pissed that you've been put through it. I'm pissed that I've been put through it. I'm pissed that the boys have been put through it. Mm-hmm. And I believe that, well, we'll talk about what I believe more in a few minutes. Braden, pick up your story from from there. Um, so I get home, business as usual. Thursday rolls around, and I get the boys again on Thursday. Same thing as usual. I pick them up four, four or five to eight. From the daycare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Did I miss something? No, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to point this out. So someone who has now called CPS, CPS has come to the school, and now she says, the person I've called CPS on, I'm going to just hand my kids over to them. She actually watched from afar 
when Braden picked, picked the kids up from the school. Yeah. Yeah. So I um I pick him up. I notice she's there and She's not at the school, she's in the parking lot across the street. Yeah. She's like like you said, she's watching me from afar. As I get out, she rolls past me, smiles and waves. Smiles and waves. I, I go get my boys, I bring him, you know, I bring him back to my dad's house and well again. I keep saying business as usual. It was it was another just ordinary day. The boys, you know, we had we had a good time. They probably, you know, they they had a good time. I had a good time. We had a good time. And then I go to drop them off, and I get a text that says, "We'll be meeting at this gas station on this road." And I said, "Okay." And I get there, and well, why are we meeting at a gas station right now? And apparently she. She felt scared of me, not safe around me from all of this stuff that has now been brought to light. And uh, I want to say something else in regard to that. There are, I've watched my mother be abused. I'm, my, my real mother, I watched her take some. You got hit in the forehead because she used you as a shield. Mm hmm. It's true. <laughs> oh, Vicky, I yeah. know it's true. My mom was abused. There, there are, and I don't want, I don't want this podcast or this story to come off that we don't care or that women shouldn't be taken seriously. No, just the opposite. I when accusations, you know, when they don't feel safe, they should be able to, mm-hmm. you know, pick or choose where they go or whatever to make themselves safe. I just have one question before we move forward. Had you ever met at a different location prior to this for the kids to be dropped off or picked up? No. Since this one time where you met her at a gas station because she felt for her safety, since that time, have you met anywhere besides her house to pick up or drop off? No. Okay. My my thing, she let the- The next time I picked him up on Tuesday, I was at her house. And then Wednesday. And then Friday. If I felt in fear for my life or my children's life, they would not go anywhere near the person I feared up was feared in yeah. fear of. Yeah, I I agree, I agree with that. And you know, of course, people are going to say, "Well, there's a court order, a court order." You know, like Earl's got to die. They walked right through that restraining order. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's. I feel like that probably wasn't the best reference. Well, no, there. it was. I mean, <laughs> I she had a she had a restraining order, and she you know they saying the, the inference is made. There's a restraining order. It's not going to do anything to stop anything, right? Right. So keep going with your story, Brayden, to kind of close it out. Thursday coming comes and goes. Uh, pick up at the school, drop off at a public place, um, yada, yada. And then Friday morning at like 10 a.m., I, I go down to the store to get a drink. I come back, and there are two guys at the front door. No one else is here. And... So I roll up and I, you know, I get out and I go, what's going on, fellas? And they introduce themselves, show me credentials, whatever, whatever. They ask me for my name. And I, I said, well, it, it's a good thing you guys are here because I was going to, you know, I tried to call you guys. couldn't get a hold of you. And I was I was looking forward to this interaction. And, I, you know, on the front porch, I went through, I, I heard the whole case that was that has been brought up against me. And I heard all the details. Um, and then, you know. Uh, I started playing a little offense. I said, well, sir, uh, here's the picture. Here's the video. Um, I told them, you know, the the events that happened prior to them getting this phone call. 
the picture in the video that you felt like contained the the accusation where the, where the yes. allegations were yeah. coming yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I showed him all of this, and um, it, you know, everything goes through. I give him, I guess, I mean, what could I call that my statement? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I give him my statement, and um, he gives me the whole um sort of schedule on how this is going to roll and how this is going to work, how this process goes out. And then he said, he says, you know, could, could, could we see inside the house? And at that point, you know, if it was my house, absolutely. You, you can, you could have came in if I wasn't here. You know what I mean? Just give me a heads up. Well, let me say this because we had talked about it because we, at this point we know what's going on. Yeah. Right. And I had directed you and Amanda, you know, we talked about it as a family the night before. If I'm not home, nobody's Nobody coming in. Nobody called me. Nobody called him. Well, <laughs> were we supposed to have family court? Yeah. Well, so it, even if you didn't say that, this is this is my house, but it's not my house. Well, and I understand, but just like what I was reading, you know, in this article, the the scope can be larger mm-hmm. than just what it is. Not that yeah. we're doing anything wrong. No. But you guys could have been. But I don't want yeah. to have anything brought up. I, I but don't, it, it's I, the same for the daycare, though. Exactly I think about right. that. I mean, yeah, CPS exactly walked right. in there. They saw anything. That whole woman's life is life over. Is that's that's why the director made the phone call she did. Yeah. yeah. So I. And, and not to keep. Sorry. Brandon, go ahead. You go can ahead. complete your story in a second. I'm just saying, you know, I don't have anything to hide. But if you're going to come in my house and with your eyes peeled. I'm going to be here to see what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and to handle the especially, question. Especially. All of us. Especially when it comes to the kids, kids, because I've got other kids. So anyway, finish your story, Braden. I declined their request to come inside the house because my dad isn't here. And then, um, you know, he he takes us, uh, he takes down my info. He gives me the, uh, f- the formal letter of. I guess just basically just the, the knowledge of it. Yeah. yeah. And it, we scheduled a time for this week to, um, co- for him to come in and have this visit. And then that happens. He, he hears all of our opinions and then, and he's uh, already been to your ex's house. Yeah. Yeah. And he's already done the report on that. And honestly, he says, we'll be able to pick up the, we'll be able to pick up the report at any time. Yeah. It's going to show us, unsubstantiated yes right yeah which means nothing is found but the one thing that i wanted to talk about from that visit that really stood out i mean he listened to the things that we said and he wrote them down and i'm sure he'll include them in his report but he what i found to be so strange about it is like we're explaining this to him and he's like Oh, yeah. I mean, and I understood. And as it should be, when there's a case or when there's a call against the children, you should have to go investigate. You should have to go and look at it. Yes, I agree. No ifs, ands, or buts. And, you know, we talked about, hey, what if this becomes an issue? And he said, well, these cases are, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, And, you know, he acknowledged that that does happen a lot. So we learned a little bit from that visit. But the thing that surprised me the most was, okay. I need to take a picture of the food. Yeah, he's he, well. He had to prove that there was food here. You, I don't think you were back there. He had to prove that the Brandon. That's had where to I was going the, next. Yeah, you had, had to flush, to flush the, the, flush the, the toilet. toilet, and yeah. Brandon's heard it. I mean, hey, well, Brando, sure what's the, to, my first chime you in? Have Brando, have what's the what's the distance that the bathroom has to be from the kids' room? Oh, geez, 
I'm not sure that I've ever so heard there, that. No, yeah, there, it's close. a it's a problem because he said, "Is there a bathroom?" It's not a problem for us. Well, no, not for us, yeah. but it is it is a check in the box for them. He said, he said, "Show me the bedroom," and I said, "It's right here." And he said, "Is there is there a bathroom?" You know, close close by. And now I'm, I didn't know if you knew or not. How close by is there? A, is yeah, there a? I don't know. Okay. I've never been. I don't know that I've ever heard that. So, well, I didn't know of any th- sort of know. training that you had to go through well, I, that you knew that. I, yeah, I had to do a lot of, uh, you know, a lot yeah. of training. And they always, the reason I mentioned the flush the toilets, because they did that every single time they came in. Like you every have to have working utilities. Have to yeah. look at, yep. yeah, got to look in our pantry, yeah, got to look just, at the food, just, look in the fridge, turn on the sink, flush the toilet. Mm-hmm. Maybe we, and you could tell that that was just something that, he was just checking like you said, boxes. he's got to get this in. So to make yeah. this an official visit, I got to check the toilet. I got to take these yeah. pictures. So check on the box. And, you know, he's already decided it's not substantiated, right? Mm-hmm. And you ask the question because, you know, hey, I'm actively in school. I can't have anything like this, you know, trailing me. Is this going to, you know, nope, it's unsubstantiated. But my God. What if what if he was having a bad day or his judgment wasn't right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or we just we made a comment or a joke or something that pissed him off. Right. But Which he took is a very possible in this family. Uh-huh. Very possible. Or he listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was a nice guy. And that, that's for sure. Uh, but <laughs> very I'd nice. like to ask you about marriage tips, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but he is I mean bad lips. He he, he could he admitted, hey, we see this shit all the time. He didn't say that. This is me ad-libbing for him. Right. We see this shit a lot. We have to come out. And yep. the problem with it He had is, already decided that really before, yeah. before talking He to decided us. that on the first visit with me. He said, well, I could, I'll have this buttoned up in Now, the to next be week. fair, he said he didn't see anything at her house either. Right? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, he-, he But that's he, not the point. Right. It's He just said, this is going to be in and out. I don't see anything- you know, to substantiate any of the claims. Wasting so time. It is wasting time. Money. And it's time. Here's the thing. A quick Google. Are there laws against falsing, false informing CPS? Now, there are 5,230,000 results that it found for me in about half a second. But it says a report of child abuse or neglect knowing the report to be false commits a class A misdemeanor. Now, A, I think it would be nearly impossible Mm-hmm. to prove that but yep. it said however the offense is a level six felony if the person has a previous unrelated conviction for making a report of child abuse or neglect knowing the report to be false so if they're a repeat offender mm-hmm. yeah it becomes a felony it says here yep. in the state of indiana can you press charges against someone for making fat false accusations to cps in indiana if law enforcement determines that you knew you were making a false accusation you can be charged with a Class B misdemeanor. The charge is punishable by up to 180 days in jail and fines not to exceed $1,000. Now, again, how do you prove that? Though? You can't because he told us. We asked this question. Mm-hmm. What do we do if this continues? He says, look, this is sealed. This is sealed. We can't tell you who made the complaint, whether you know it was mom or somebody at the school or whoever. We can't tell you that. Yep. And yep. so as it kind of should be, but my God, where does it end? Well, you would probably, in order to figure that out, you you'd would have, have to get an attorney. Yeah, you'd have to get yep. subpoena. Start lawyering up. Yep. But it, but then at that point, you're just throwing money at attorneys. All because 
somebody wanted to make be vindictive a a make a child a pawn. So I guess we've said this whole podcast for this. I mean, really, and it, it this isn't we're not bringing this to light. We're not we're not drawing this or talking about this because oh my god, it happened to me. It just it was an experience that kind of opened our eyes. Yeah. I've already been through it. Yeah. Right? It opened my eyes a hundred percent because he didn't you know, he didn't he he really looked at three things or four things. He looked at the fridge, the pantry, the bathroom, and the bedroom. That's it. Yeah. Well he he'd already look, decided he'd looked at the pictures too and there was nothing. Well, there. that's what I'm saying, but I guess like uh it, you're right. If he already decided, I guess then that's huh. that's that's I mean, he, it was it was sense. he was checking the boxes, like you said, yeah. because in his eye, he said, "Look, I've looked at this. Pretty comfortable that there's nothing." I mean, he couldn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell us. He didn't infer. He didn't say this was the mother. He didn't. Uh, we all know it. I mean, she she said bragged it. about it. She said it. You've got the text message, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's there. That's when it should be able. You should be able to. Right. Well, he took the note. He, he, you bet your ass he took the notes when we said, when we explained, hey, here's what she said about visitors. I told him Sunday to Wednesday, and he noted every day. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and those are the type of things that, you know, can turn those, can prove mm-hmm. some false complaints down the road yeah. if you know, certain people aren't careful. So. Yeah. Well, and, and, and again, I want to be clear on this. These place these are in place to help people that need it. Yes. And there Stop are a shit ton it. of people out there that need CPS to protect the kids. There's bureaucracy that they have to jump through these hoops. And you know what? To some degree, I don't want somebody that makes $30,000 a year making a decision, oh, I don't have time to check that. That's probably just a mom and a dad fighting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. It's because they're overworked, they're underpaid, and they – and. Th- that's where decisions can be made incorrectly and mm-hmm. lives can be affected. Mm-hmm. So both ways they need to come out. They need to check it. But I believe there should be parameters. Hey, after you make a false report, something, or, something happens. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. they should go back now and say, Hey, real quick here, Mrs. Ex-girlf or ex-wife. Did you say, did, did you say, you know it, yeah. that you we, you know that. we hope right. you enjoy your visitor. Did you say who was the visitor you were talking about? Was it us? Right. You know what? That but can question, you imagine though? They're I mean that's just wasting more time of theirs. It's well, that's insane. Then, Until you prosecute. And them. The reason they don't want to do that is because then people. Will be and I'm afraid. not saying she will, but then if the other person says, "Oh no, that's not what happened." In fact, he said to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you say and anything, forth, and I'm going to get you in trouble, you know, and now yeah. you got to, he said she's, and now he's yep. got to, he's got to file another report. Yep. Yep. Like, ah, yep. So, so why yeah, can't we just, ending. you know what? No. There are rules of engagement in war. There are so many things. Why can't we just be decent human yeah. beings to one another no when kidding. going through Look. Rules of rules of engagement and divorce. Yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously. Which means oh. I can braid Audrey's hair. <laughs> oh, God. Hmm. Any oh, any God. final thoughts as it relates <laughs> to child protection services? Well, I wanted to, I kind of wanted to see like Brandon's side of it with the foster care and what your experience has been. I think we've touched on it a little bit, but do you know of any situations where CPS comes to like foster homes? Do they check up regularly or... Is that just if there's a call? They, 
they do know they have to when you are once the child is in the system you, they'll be checked up on very regularly so with cps i believe that's bi-weekly in some cases it's monthly depending on kind of the the specific issues that the kid is having and what situation they're in so but the thing that we ran into many times uh, with our CPS, because they are so overworked and so thinly stretched, our placements were from another city uh, an hour away. The Holy CPS cow. person had to drive an hour to get here to do the checks. She would sometimes quite literally poke her head into the front door and say, just checking to make sure they're still breathing. And as long as she could see them or they would wave, she was good. And then there were occasions where we would even meet at like a restaurant or a mall. And as long as she could see the kids there, you know, that was okay. Is it pretty safe so, to say that system is broken? Yes, it is. And I mean, it's so, it's so broken that that there's no one answer to fix it. Yeah. It's, it's, it would need uh, a complete rebuild. Yes. It's, yeah, but where do you do it? Because exactly. the, the government and as yeah. it relates to children – I don't know that you'll ever get utopia as it relates nope. to protecting the children because, no, because it's either going to be too much or not enough. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Brandon has seen it, you know, from taking in children that have been in horrible situations. And, you know, so he's over there thinking of the experiences he's had while he listens to these. Mm-hmm. So, you know, think about kind of making sense of those two things together. So, mm-hmm. you know what? Let's save the rest of this for another time. Let's let's let everybody breathe. Oh, we can have fun now. Let's let's not that we want to have fun. We do. We do want to have fun. Less somber. This week in the mailbag, Allison asks, thank you for having Deborah Hanlon on again. Do any of you have any unexplained or supernatural stories to share? So I did, but after talking to Deborah Hanlon, I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. (laughs) Because to, to me, what she talks about is so much more real than, you know, the experiences and stuff that I had were... The kind of made up bullshit that you hear about, mm-hmm. and like, like where you were touched by a ghost. No, Jesus! <laughs> Stop. I did have. I've had uh, two that were odd um, that I haven't really talked about a lot. They're both kind of connected. Um, the first one was uh, when I was a teenager. Uh, re- uh, right before my brother was in a really, really bad car wreck, which Denny will remember. I do remember that. And uh, about, oh, I don't know, two to three weeks before that, we had had like a horrible, horrible, horrible fight. I'd had a fight with him and, and my mom and everybody in the family. And um, like in the rage and everything, I had this premonition as plain as the only way I can describe it was like it was like a memory it was like I was remembering something that hadn't happened yet. That's how clear and vivid it was. 
but it was of me getting a message that he had been in a horrible car wreck and uh, could I think die. I remember you telling me about that. And yeah, I might have shared that once or twice, but um, I didn't. I don't. Yeah, I don't talk about it too much because it kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, I thought about sharing that with her, but it just never. And the, the opportunity never lent itself. The other thing, though, that's kind of weird, and it's also linked with my brother, is a few uh, several years after that, um, he was in an accident and had lost a lot of blood, um, basically um, through a neck wound. Without going into a lot of detail, my goodness. But Jeez. I was on vacation at the time, did not know the specifics of what was going on or what had happened. But I woke up in the middle of the night um, with a, the worst um, stabbing throat pain that you can imagine. And I was ice cold, like shivering. I could not get warm. I was shaking. And uh, Heidi actually remembers it. And then about, I don't know, 20 minutes to a half hour later, I got a call that he had uh, been injured and ha- and this was going on and he was going oh, to the hospital. Wow. So it, those two things were have always been really weird to me because it was like on some weird wavelength, you know, I felt that connect or I had that connection. I kind of felt that trauma that he was experiencing at the same time. Is it because you killed his fish? Oh man, why are you going to bring that up? It's one of my favorite stories of all time for it's, another podcast. It's one of my favorite story. stories too. I too. Now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I had one too. When Tracy and I were first, my second wife, when we were first together, I had a little house I was renting, and she had an apartment which is actually right behind where Garrett lives now, and it was upstairs. And in her living room and her kitchen, there were just a bunch of like cabinet doors, almost like homemade cabinet doors. Oh shit. And, like, we were laying in her bed at night, and you could, like, she said, she had already told me weird things happen, and she was a little weird like that, so I I didn't think a lot about it, but, like, she, she had said, you know, did you hear that? And I said, no, shut up. She said, no, really, did you hear that? And I said, what? She said, just listen, and I'll be damned. If, like, I didn't hear one of those doors open and close, and then, as if to, you know, warn us, it just started happening like crazy. Like... That night, right then? Oh, yeah, right then. And let me tell you how real it was. Multiple of them? Let me tell you how real it was. I said, get up. We're going to my house. And we did. We left and went and stayed at my house. It was was multiple cabinet doors? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, you could hear... And I guarantee you, if you ask her, she will remember that night. Because it affected me, and it took me a long time to stay in that house again. I would have Damn. never stayed in the house yeah. again. Because it Ever. was like, I mean, you never, could hear ever, one, ever. and then you could hear, I mean, you could even hear like faint laughter. Like, it was crazy. Oh, it was crazy. Oh, dude, are you stop shitting it, me right now? I, I got to go. Bumps, dude. Text her and ask her. I'll tell you was right now. Was that the she scene of the Austin Powers event? Yes. <laughs> yes, you you it's heard terrible. people you laughing. I'm sexy, baby. You heard people oh, laughing. Oh yeah. Just me and Buffalo says, how does Braden feel about how y'all's race relationship has worked out? Also, do you think you will have a similar relationship with your ex-wife? Uh, what's his name? Uh, it's just me and Buffalo. No, sir. <laughs> all right, we'll it, stop right there. Not at all. <laughs> just you and Buffalo. Um, what well, do you think about our relationship? What do you think about our relationship? 
uh, I, you guys are my best friends. That, like, I think it's cool how you guys operate and how you work, and I, I don't have any other friends, so you guys are my best friends We're by it. default. <laughs> I'll take it. Ideen says, where are each of you on the 13-month thing? Did you ever get the answer on the 13th month? No, ma'am. So I was thinking about that today. <laughs> because, like, so we when we were talking about it, we went into discussion with Deborah. She was like, well, the trees don't say it's October, and that's true. Those are just words that we've put into it. But I do think there's something to be said that what we're considering as April should be the first month. Yeah. The new, you know, it's the new time of year. It's a new awakening for everything. It's when breeding season happens, you know, babies, flowers, everything's coming back out of winter. Granted, in areas that you don't have winter, I mean, I don't know how that works, but. I still think there's. I mean, there's still, still in a nature. New, there's still yeah. a newness, and I think we should follow closely to nature. So I, I think there's something to being more cyclical with, you know, moon phases and things like that. Mm-hmm. A quick Google search: What's the thirteenth month called? Brings up undecember, not spelled the same. U n d e c i m b e r is a name for the thirteenth month. Thirteenth month in a calendar that normally has twelve months, but there are many others. Pagume, mm. P-A-G-U-M-E. It's a Ethiopian, uh, in the Ethiopian calendar, uh, V-A-D-A-R is another one, uh, a Jewish calendar. So Vader? Sort of. I mean, there's an apostrophe in there, which kind of throws things Vidar. off. But looks like, yes, there you got it. <laughs> I mean, it does kind of make sense when you start to think about, well, if each month then has 28 days, that may, you know, that everything's more even because mm-hmm. it's always kind of odd how the months are all well, all fucked up. up. And February is really the only one that does. Yeah. Right. Right now. Yeah. So, well, you know, if I you think, think you of like, I mean, ultimately to me, <laughs> what you're doing, you ultimately say? you're just measuring our trips around the sun. Right. Because if you think, if you think about what makes a year, well, it's based off of the actual revolution. Yeah, so you know that's how we determine it. I, here's right. what I know: our 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 um, seasons stay pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because our a lot of good information there. Consistent. Anonymous asks: <laughs> Are you <laughs> girls sure you need Denny around? No, no. I've been listening long enough to agree I mean, I use that the sound effects got to go. I'm yeah, sorry, what, you. Amanda? Are you into this shit now? Everyone stop. Thank I think you. there's information here. Amanda, what did you say? I said I have use for you occasionally. Okay, and you will learn that at some isn't point. That, isn't that over, though? Oh, it's no, overrated. Bill? Oh, no, I can tell you. <sighs> no, I can tell you. She doesn't think it's overrated. I can't tell. It'll anyone. eventually be overrated. All three of you shut the hell up. A <laughs> uh, Kroger bagger seventy seven says paper like or plastic it. and why? The fuck? Do you prefer I'm paper going or plastic? Paper, Kroger bagger. First I, off, I take my reusable bags. Oh, because like you're so bag. environmentally friendly. No, because my boyfriend because, bitches at because me. Because Caleb is. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I have reusable bags, and while I just use the reusable bags to put the plastic bags in and then carry a whole bunch at one time, I see the purpose of it. If I go, so I'm I'm discovering new ways to go grocery shopping. It's Mm -hmm. weird. So I've tried like the Meyer pickup thing, Mm -hmm. which is okay, except I always forget 
like four or five things. And they're always out of everything. So then I tried to do like the like shop and scan. So you scan everything as you're putting it in bags. And when I did that, like I just packed shit into the reusable bags as I went. That Mm -hmm. worked out pretty well. But I hate when I go and do the Meyer pickup because they even put like two liters in bags. I'm like, will you stop? Yeah. A lot of good information there. All right, let's move this along. So he, he said, uh, "He said paper or plastic." <laughs> Jesus. Neither. God damn. Fuck so, off. So for me, paper. <laughs> I say plastic, Jamie. I I said neither. All right, Amanda. Okay, oh, no, no more. We, she already had her. <laughs> she already had her fifteen minutes. Brayden doesn't go grocery shopping, so yeah, my stepmom grocery shops for me. <laughs> All right, uh, that's going to do it. Jamie, give us a final thought. Cool, thanks. Braden, give us a final thought. Yep. Nope. Uh, Amanda, give us a final thought. You were rude. <laughs> you are rude. Denny's a dick. It's not nice. Brandon, give us a final thought. It's really, 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 really late. It is. It's officially this is tomorrow. A, it's Easter. This is the longest podcast we've actually recorded. Holy By the time shit. this is done, it will be down, but it's two hours and 14 minutes yeah. as of right now. <laughs> My bad, Brando. My bad. We're getting out of here, though. Go to thankgodcancersavedourdivorce.com. You'll find everything there. Wait a minute. Have a very happy Easter. Chico is not risen. <laughs> Y'all crazy bitch. Well, we're finally updating this part of the outro. Find us at ThankGodCancerSavedOurDivorce.com. Where else can they find us, Jamie? You can search on Facebook for Thank God Cancer Saved Our Divorce. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok if you at T-G-C-S-O-D. What's that stand for? Thank God Cancer Saved Our Divorce. T-G-C-S-O-D. Correct. That's weird. That actually kind of lines up. It does. We'll take it. Thanks.